How do you start your day if you own your own business? How can you build business credit fast and get a loan? How did you overcome a big financial loss in a small business at middle age? Welcome to this edition of Dylan's Podcast. I'm Dylan Gallagher, and this is my podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading this week's episode. And wherever you happen to be right now, hopefully you're having a great day and you're looking to either have a stone thrown into your shoe or you're looking to be inspired or encouraged by something that um, you hear from someone else that might understand what you're going through. For many, many years, I've worked with entrepreneurs and I currently have a portfolio of entrepreneurs that I'm constantly interacting with and trying to help them get out of tough spots. And so this podcast is my way to share some of the things that I'm learning, some of the things that I'm discovering. It helps me sort of work out my thinking. And these questions that I pick um, are usually, you know, very appropriate (laughs) for whatever week uh, I might be having. And so Uh, We've got a bit of a a variety of questions on this week's episode, and I hope that you will find value um, out of all of them. So thank you for tuning in. And again, just a quick, as I do every week, just a quick shout out to all of you who are uh, sending me notes and um, subscribing and leaving a review. I really, really, really appreciate it, mostly because I don't make any money doing this, but I'm hopeful that there is something of value in here that is worth uh, sharing with somebody else or it finds its way in front of another entrepreneur and that might just simply be having one of those days. Because as entrepreneurs, it's very lonely. There's not a lot of places to talk out loud about the things that you're going through, mostly because you don't want to disappoint anyone. But the truth is no one's also carrying the responsibility that you are. And so maybe this podcast is a bit of a pressure relief valve so that you can see that you are not alone. So let's just get on with it. I've got three questions today on questions entrepreneurs ask. And the first one is, How do you start your day if you own your own business? I was reminded of how important this is with one of the businesses that I'm a part of. And um, time management can be a tricky thing. And I guess I take it for granted. I've been doing this for 22 years couple of decades anyway. And after a couple of decades, uh, you've just got your habits. It just is what it is. And so if you're an entrepreneur that struggles to find time to do things, uh, you might want some tips or you might want to learn what others are doing. And so I can only share with you what I do. And I carry around a diary with me, a little black journal. And every single day, every single morning when I first sit down to do some work, um, I look over all of the things that I've uh, written down over the course of the day or the course of the week, and I, and I put little boxes, little tiny boxes beside the task or the thing that, it, that I have to complete um, either today or this week or sometime in the future. And then what I do is I just carry them forward page to page. And throughout the course of a day, as I'm talking to people, I make notes in my journal and I write down numbers and I, and I doodle if I'm talking on the phone. But that task list is always in front of me. So the way I start my day is I look at that task list. If I've had to flip over pages in my journal, I will rewrite all of the things that I have to get done. And you know, there's something funny that 
that happens if you pay attention to it, or at least with me, there is. And the thing that's funny is I actually feel like this incredible sense of achievement uh, when I'm able to strike things off that list, like literally take my pen and and just put a line through the thing um, that I had to get done or the task that was outstanding that I needed to finish. And uh, about a month back, I injured my index finger And so I wasn't able to actually write things down. It was on my right hand and it just was too painful to write things down. And so I was trying to keep it in my, in my iPhone, but it wasn't quite the same. I mean, I've got reminders and notes and all that sort of thing, but there was just something very tactile about writing down what it is I needed to do. And so for a period of a couple of weeks, I couldn't write anything down and, and I, you know, in a weird way, I didn't really feel as productive as I do uh, now that I can write these things down again. And so uh, if you're an entrepreneur, you're always going to have a list of things to do. I guarantee you that list is always longer and, and, and bigger in your head than when you actually write it down on a piece of paper. And then the advantage of putting it on a piece of paper and something that you can, you can see all the time throughout the course of your day is you can prioritize on the fly. Because as you know, as an entrepreneur, your days rarely end the way you thought they were going to end and you get interrupted and there's things that just happen in the normal course of a day. There's things that you're trying to get done and you just simply can't get to them because people are are bumping you around. But if you're able to pick the things on the list that by the day, time the day is over, these things must be done. It'll help you be more efficient and it's also going to help you push away the distractions and the chaos. Now, given that I work with companies that are in trouble, same rule applies. Um, the to-dos don't necessarily mean, you know, file GS, you know, GST or tax return, or it doesn't necessarily mean call the most important customer. What it could simply mean is it could be, hey, let me take a look at the appointments um, or what does my schedule look like for my business over the coming weeks? And do we have enough business? Do I need to do one thing? What What is the one thing I need to do every day to, to make sure that I'm moving towards the mark that I've put down for myself? And so on my list, I have those types of items as well for myself. So I have the list of things that I need to do. So when I start my day, I know what what I'm hoping to get done throughout the day. But then I've also got a list of things that maybe they don't happen in the day, but I certainly know by the end of the week... I do have to get them done. And that allows me to, uh, if you will, advance my cause every single day. So there is something to be said about starting your day with the things that you need to get done, prioritizing them in terms of the things that are not negotiable, and then simply getting them done. So that's how I start my day. And I own my own business and I have for a long time. And when I don't do that, I just simply don't, um, I don't feel the affirmation that comes from being um, productive. And I also don't really have a way to filter the noise that's going on in my day in terms of what things are sort of important, what things are really important, and what things can I absolutely not miss on. So maybe you start your day that same way. Maybe you've got a different way. Um, But that's what works for me. All right, second question. How can you build business credit fast and get a loan? And if you've listened to this podcast for any number of episodes, you will know, or you might know, that um, I believe the answer is you don't. (laughs) You don't build credit fast, and you don't get a loan for your business. Um, The reason I say that is because when when you hear a question like this, how do you build business credit fast and how do you get a loan? It usually means the, the entrepreneur has aspirations that are bigger than their bank account or aspirations that are bigger than their financial statements. And so the shortcut to getting through their problems or the shortcut through getting through the challenges or the shortcut to growing is to simply get credit, get loans and start leveraging up the company. Now, 
again, I don't work in the space of big companies and, and public companies and that sort of thing. I work with you know small to medium-sized businesses where the entrepreneurs are involved in the daily affairs of the business. They're signing paychecks. They are making business decisions with their team to survive and to try and make it to the next payroll or maybe try to make it to the next business quarter. And so um, when you're working with entrepreneurs like that, you got to have a plan. You have to know why you need the credit. You have to know what you need the loan for. You have to know if you're going to take the money, um, if you're going to take money, your money from the future, which is basically what borrowing is, you're taking tomorrow's money today, you've got to have a really great plan for it. And you have to know what you're going to do with it. And you have to know how you're going to pay it back. So how do you build business credit fast and get a loan? My answer is you just don't. Try to run your business without borrowing. And if you need credit, then make sure that you've got a really tight for plan for what that money is going to be used for and how it's actually specifically going to add uh, value to your bottom line. I was chatting last night with a client who's in the middle of uh, that classic decision of borrowing more money to get through the problem or just grinding it out. And it turns out that the interest rate on his equipment loan is about 19%. And many businesses don't generate that kind of profit margin. It's pretty tough to generate the amount of margin you need to cover that interest payment. And so really all you're doing, uh, certainly when your business is under pressure, is you're really just working for the lender um, or the bank that ends up uh, advancing those funds to you. And that's not a great place to be in because then it changes the kinds of business decisions that you would make otherwise. If you don't owe money, you're going to be able to make methodical decisions that are well planned out and you're going to be able to sleep at night. If you're borrowing money but you don't have a plan and you're just using it to fill over the gaps in your business, then you're going to find yourself uh, maybe not having uh, sleep at night. You're probably going to be quite restless. You're going to have a lot on your mind. And ultimately, you're going to be making business decisions that are in the interests of the creditors that you have and not in the interests of your team and ultimately you trying to build something valuable. So um, if you can avoid, first of all, there's no such thing as as building uh, business credit fast. Uh, Business credit is something that's based on your financial history. So fast is as fast as you can get history under your belt. One, two, three years of financial results. Otherwise, you're just going to be paying higher interest rates than you would have to otherwise. So there's no fast track. Just do the best job you can to run a profitable business, even if it has to stay small. And then if you think that you're going to need to borrow money and you do have a plan for paying it back and you can leverage the money today to produce a better result than just letting your business organically grow, um, then you're going to, you know, you're going to have the financial statements that you need to be able to do that. If you, if you just run a business really well for a couple of years, and then you go and talk to some banks and some lenders, hopefully you find that helpful, but don't borrow. If you don't have to, don't do it. And if you're going to do it, make sure you got a plan. Okay. I won't belabor it. Not going to keep kicking a dead horse. Last question on this episode of Questions Entrepreneurs Ask is, how did you overcome a big financial loss in a small business at middle age? And I'm going to assume that middle age is somewhere between the ages of 35 and 45. And I don't know if this person is just uh, tired of hearing my answer to this question and just wanted me to say it again, or really had kind of a deep felt concern for trying to understand, hey, we've taken a big hit or we think we're about to take a big hit in our business. We're middle age right now. And do we have enough time on the clock to rebuild what it is we've done? And and ultimately, is it worth it? 
And I can only speak from my personal experience. Um, it took me a long time. My financial loss came when I was 30 years old, just on the backside of 30 years old, actually around 31 years old. And it took me years and years uh, to get uh, my feet back. It took years and years to get my confidence back. I'm 41 right now. So that goes to show you how long that has taken. And uh, I learned a lot of lessons. I pretty much made every mistake that you can make, and I hit every landmine you can you can hit. I borrowed money when I shouldn't have. I took on partners when I had no idea what kind of value they were going to add to my business. Um, I got in lawsuits. I tried to get out of bad um, uh, deals that uh, ended up costing me more than just simply not having gotten into them in the first place. And so how did I overcome it? Uh, just time. I, just, I took the long road to overcoming a big financial loss, but I was able to uh, get to the other side of it. And I can tell you that it doesn't last forever. And even at middle age, if you can, if you can do it, um, you can get there, and you've still got your wits about you, and you you can somehow find that measure of confidence uh, and strength that it is worth it. You end up being able to make smarter decisions going forward. Maybe the jury's still out for me on that point, but I think the thinking is that you should be able to make uh, quicker decisions better. You will know the implication of taking shortcuts and not listening to people that you deem to be knowledgeable in the things that you could use some knowledge on. Um, I certainly wasn't one of those people, and maybe arguably today I'm still not. Um, but how do you overcome it? You just let time run on the clock. And you focus on the things that you can control, you ignore the things that you simply can't, and you look every day to try and move the needle for yourself as an individual, and then ultimately you try to revisit your business and maybe pivot or iterate or do something different, which is what I've done. Uh, my core business was mortgage brokerage, and over the last six or seven years, I've focused mostly on investing and management consulting, and it's been wonderful. So I was able to take all of the lessons that I have uh, learned, all of the mistakes that I personally have made, and I've been able to apply them to many other entrepreneurs um, in hopes in hopes that they won't take the road that I traveled and that they'll be able to avoid some of the landmines. So how do you overcome it? Ah, you just take it one day at a time. Get good people around you that you trust. Uh, get honest people around you who are going to tell you the truth. And I've got a wonderful wife who was able to keep me uh, focused on the things that I was good at. Um, I have uh, a couple of business mentors who I, who I have an enormous amount of respect for that were able to kind of call BS on the things that, that I was thinking, whether that was feeling sorry for myself, whether that was looking to blame other people for the mistakes that I had made, um, but ultimately helping me to just own the things that um, were within my, my um, ability to own and um, just get going in life. And so get some good people around you. Let time clock on the past, let some time pass on the clock, get some good people around you and stay focused on what it is you're trying to achieve. In my case, what got me out of bed every day was simply trying to recover from the financial loss. And uh, that was enough of a sharp stick to get me out of bed and to get me working every day. But you still have to know what you're working towards, why you're doing it, and if it's even worth it. And for me, so far, it has been. I've got some more gray hair, but I also have lots of experience that I'm able to leverage into multiple businesses and to see a better result than had I just sort of kept it all to myself and um, tried to do it uh, again. So, 
that's my answer. I think other people might say, uh, you don't. Um, I know a lot of businesses that don't come out of, or a lot of entrepreneurs rather, that are not able to overcome a big financial loss. Um, and in middle age, it just becomes that much harder when you've got kids or responsibilities or obligations. It just makes it that much more difficult to keep going every day. Um, so some people don't overcome it. Um, I like to think that I did and I am each day. And if you find yourself in that position right now where maybe you haven't taken the loss, but you're very nervous that it's coming, um, I would say uh, <laughs> bring it on. Um, you're not going to feel the way you feel today forever. And eventually, um, you know, if you keep your nose clean and you operate with, with high integrity, I think you're going to see that you'll get to the other side of it. And ultimately, uh, it is worth it. So Anyway, that's the end of this episode of Questions That Entrepreneurs Ask. I hope that you found some value out of this. And if there was something that I shared today that made you think um, or, or maybe posed some question, uh, some questions for you, then make sure to reach out to me. Look at the show notes and you can see all the links on, on how to get in touch with me and send me a note. And LinkedIn seems to be the best way to do that these days. I'm surprised to see how many folks are on LinkedIn uh, shooting messages over, but um, that's a great way to connect. And um, hopefully uh, this was uh, a couple of minutes that was well worth it. And I look forward to hopefully catching you on the next podcast.